All right, born again and again and again, uh, this new thing. I was uh, 19 years old, not yesterday, quite a while ago. My parents had driven me 12 hours down to Harrisonburg, Virginia. I was starting university. This was a brand new thing for me, uh, a new thing for my parents, too. Uh, Dad has an 8th grade education. Mom finished 10th grade, but I don't think either of them had been on a college campus before that. Here they were dropping off their oldest son far from home. Mom and Dad stuck around for a day and a half for that parent orientation and the activities the school had planned, you know, to comfort families and make them feel safe and secure, leaving their children in the hands of the institution. Uh, but then the time came to say goodbye, and I was left on my own with this new thing, this new adventure, this big question mark. What would the next four years be like? We hugged outside my dorm room, and Mom and Dad got in the car and drove away, and I stood there wondering, all right, what have I gotten myself into? I didn't know anyone uh, there yet. Uh, who would I get to know? How would I fare? Could I do this? Could I even enjoy this uh, new thing I was embarking on? Well, four years later, I would be able to look back and say that this was in fact a, a wonderful thing that I was beginning, uh, that I would grow personally and that I would make near uh, and dear friends. But there, at the beginning, on the threshold of this new thing, the positive outcome was far from certain. And while I was heady with excitement, it was mixed with a good dose of apprehension and a little bit of downright fear. New things have a way of doing that uh, to us, don't they? They make us excited as we think about possibilities, all the wonderful and good things that lay on the road uh, ahead of us. We can be energized by newness, by the sense of adventure and discovery, but then new things also make, make us anxious as all the things that could go wrong rise unbidden in our imagination. We may create uh, in our own minds all kinds of difficulties and hazards that might lie waiting for us on this new stretch of life. Some real possibilities and dangers, some mere figments of our imaginations. I think part of being a faithful Christian uh, and a faithful Christian community is to stand on the brink of a new thing that God is calling us to, dreaming and imagining of the possibilities to come, good things that God will cause for us, planning and preparing for any eventuality, but leaving the worry and anxiety in God's hands, trusting that if this is a new thing that God is calling us to, that God will prepare the way showing us any pitfalls, making straight paths, filling every valley, making hills and mountains low, straightening the crooked and making the rough ways smooth. This is what it means to trust in the Lord and to step into new things with confidence that God will be with us through it all, through the known and the unknown, through the comfortable and familiar and through the jarringly unfamiliar and wonderfully new, too. What do you all think of new things? How do you experience new transitions in life? A new job, a new life stage, a new city, 
new people, new ideas, new news, new, new, new. Nicodemus experiencing something new. Everybody was experiencing something new when Jesus walked the earth. Nicodemus comes to Jesus suspecting that he is the promised teacher from God, the Messiah Israel had been waiting for. I don't know what Nicodemus expects, but what Jesus offers him is new life, new birth, newness in the Spirit of God. Ah, uh, okay. How can anyone be born after having grown old? Asks the, the aged, revered teacher of teachers. One can't re-enter your mother's womb and be born again. What are you saying, Jesus, with this born from above talk? New birth is impossible, Nicodemus says. New birth is necessary, Jesus responds. It is by being born of water and spirit that life is made new. New life, new birth. <laughs> Do you ever get tired of everything being new? Do you ever just want things to stay the same, familiar and comfortable? I'm aware, even in a normal birth process, where everything goes according to plan, an infant is almost smothered, almost smothers to death traveling through the birth canal, and then the indignity of it all, the newborn is forced out into new life, a bright, loud, harsh world. New life, what a wonder, what excitement, what a miracle. But new life from the perspective of the infant? <laughs> new life, what a jip. If a newborn could be conscious of its situation and experiences, how would it describe the earliest of life's transitions? From the protection and comfort of the sheltered womb to this achingly beautiful but inherently fallen world. Ah, forget about new things. Give me the known. Give me the comfortable. Leave me content in the boundaries and territory that I'm familiar with. That's the stance many of us take. You see new things, even if they're good things, they mess with routine and expectation. It throws business plans a curve. Never mind the larger transitions in life, the bigger new things that come our way with all their uncertainty and anxiety, like will I find work? Will I make friends? Will my health hold out? And so on and so on and so on. I remember hearing a, a, a pastor colleague uh, confess to me he was lamenting. He said, I'm getting set in my ways, he said. As I get older, I have less energy for new things. I have ways I like to do things. I don't have the energy to try new things. Give me the usual. Give me the known. Give me routine, he said. You can't teach old, draw, old dogs new tricks, uh, but maybe dog, old dogs are just too beaten down by a dog's life to learn new tricks. And you know what? I see his point. Boy, some days I really see his point. But then most days I think, ah, I'm just too optimistic, too adventuresome to give up on new things and new possibilities. I still get excited uh, and energized by new adventures. I think it's because in the past when I felt God calling me to new things, like I went to university or when I got married or went to seminary, it has always proved to be a good thing in the end. In fact, these are the things, the, the hard, 
new things that I have done, these are the things that transform my life. These new things are the things that caused me to grow, that make me a better person. It's in these new things that I can make myself uh, vulnerable before God, and I have not been disappointed as God has used these new things to form and mold me. And so I choose not to dwell on the uncertainty and anxiety of new things, but instead to celebrate uh, the spring shoot <laughs> that breaks forth from the earth, reaching for the newness of the sky, the renewing of the sun. It's in encountering new things that we learn, that we grow. That's what learning is, taking in new information, trying new things, acquiring a new skill, a new ability, a new truth. There are many types of new things in our lives. There are new things that we choose, and then there are new things that choose us, new things that are thrust upon us. And then there are new things that God is doing and new things that God calls us to be a part of. In our own histories, it is in some of the new things of the past that we can look back and see God's leading and God's faithfulness. New things that have proved to be good news things. In the history of new things, I think the top 10 list of good news, new things to happen in the world has to be topped by the story we read from the Old Testament today, the story of creation itself, the newness of space and time, newness of newness itself. That had never been done before. I wonder if in God's self, the creator was brimming with excitement and possibility, hope and energy as God spoke the world into being. I wonder, was any part of God anxious or worried as God created humanity and set them in the garden? Did God wonder what would come of this new thing uh, that had just been created? Right up there with creation as grandest of grand new things has to be the incarnation of Jesus Christ as God comes down in human uh, likeness to dwell with humanity. That had never been done before. And God says again, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? And Jesus lived and performed miracles and formed a new community around him, breaking old traditions and starting new ones. But then this new thing comes to a crashing halt as Jesus dies on the cross. But then, wonder of wonders, here is another new thing. Life from the dead. Resurrection. Uh, Jesus Christ risen from the tomb to new life. That had certainly never been done before. Christ, who went into the depths of death itself, rises out of the depths to new life. Here is why I celebrate new things. Because as long as the world is broken and imperfect, God is renewing the world and remaking it. And the new things are the way that God is bringing the world bringing you and I to redemption. As long as there are depths in our world, depths in our lives, God continues to do new things, bringing renewal, new life, good news through the newness of Christ. Psalm 130 declares, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, hear my voice. And from Psalm 30, I extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up from the depths 
out of the depths into new life. As long as there are depths, as long as sin exists in the world, God is doing new things to overcome all that plagues us, all that ails us. How long will we have to deal with new things? How long before we can settle comfortably into things as they are? Well, friends, I'm afraid as long as it takes until God has redeemed the world. Until then, God calls us to be part of the new things that God is doing, new things in our lives, new things in our community, new things in the world. And how can we hesitate when we encounter the newness of God? Can we say to God, no, 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 just let, leave me be. Let me be here. I have no more energy for new things. No, God will give us the energy, will give us renewal as new things, new people, new inspiration comes to us as it becomes a part of us, as we stutter step, as we learn to carry these new things until we suddenly realize we are different. We are renewed. We have been made new by the new things God is doing in our midst. Yes, new things can be good news. Thanks be to God for the good things God is doing in our lives and in the world. All power and glory, wisdom and wonder be to the Lord our God, who strengthens us through the word and blesses us and renews us with peace. Amen.